Igniting Hope Ministries welcomes you. Prepare yourself to listen to a message that will spark hope and renew your mind. Hi, Steve Backlund here from Igniting Hope Ministries. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. The title of today's message is Overcoming Destination Disease. And I am fired up about this message today. And before I get into it, I'm recording this in the beginning of April 2020. We're right in the middle of the coronavirus situation. And and we're doing our um, Abounding Hope and Joy conference that we were going to have here in Reading April 23rd through 25th. We're doing it online April 24th and 25th. It's going to be a powerful thing. We've made this really affordable for people. And so if you want to know more about this, go to Igniting Hope Facebook or ignitinghope.com for more information. Hey, destination disease. You know, one of the things I love to do is I love to mentor people. You know, whether it's mentoring you and your beliefs and your leadership through uh, the formats like these podcasts or through my books, especially the book like The Culture of Empowerment, by the way, that's in an audio version as well. And help them a pastor, uh, just mentoring leaders and, and mentoring and joy and hope and I was having a conversation uh, the other day, you know, just with someone who who is battling just some frustration, battling some disappointment, battling, you know, just in the area of beliefs. And, and really, you know, what, what this person was struggling with is we all struggle with it. And so uh, I, I, as I was counseling and giving some insight, uh, I was talking about how it's it's easy for us, or it feels easy at times, just to uh, delay uh, that we're really living until our promises are fulfilled, until our prophetic calling, so to speak, you know, is fulfilled. And I remember, you know, as a, a younger leader, I said, God, I can't wait until I do something great for you. You know, as I, I was delaying. I was, I was thinking it was going to be in the future. There was going to be this moment that would arrive when I, I, I was significant. Then I could feel significant and, and all of that. And, and the Lord says, instead of waiting to do something great for me, why don't you do what you're doing right now with great faith and it will become great. And that really shifted me into a, a point of, of not having what we call destination disease. <laughs> you know, in, in my book, Possessing Joy, Secret to Strength and Longevity, I talk about destination disease and, and concerning joy. And, you know, uh, that where I put my joy in the future, when I subconsciously believe there's going to be this time where all you know all my problems are over. Uh, there, there's no personal weaknesses. There's no relational issues. There's only good news in media. <laughs> then I'll be joyful. And you know, I mean, I use the illustration. Well, kids say, "Well, I'll become joyful when I become a teenager. When I can drive. When I can get out of that this house. When I can." Um, get back in the house when I graduate college, when I get married, when I have kids, when I get that job, that dream job, when, you know, when people recognize me, when I get the, the house, when I get the, um, 
you know, all the signs of success, when I can have all the vacations, when, you know, when my body looks like this and, <laughs> then I'll, you know, when I retire, when, uh, and it goes on and on where we, where we put into the future our believing we're going to be joyful. And, you know, basically, uh, I felt like the Lord said, Steve, if you're not joyful now, the chances of you being joyful in the future are slim. Because the joy, your lack of joy is not a, a circumstantial issue. It's a you issue. <laughs> well, thank you, Lord, for that, that encouragement. And, you know, just even this, this thing about believing that I can't really live. I can't live until I'm in a situation or in a certain set of circumstances or promises or in a in a role that's been prophesied to me. So I'm, I, I've, I've got this destination disease thinking it's going to happen then. And, you know, I, I, I really believe for most of the time that's just a delusion because if we're not living now, you know, the chances of us living then are slim because the reasons that we're not joyful or thriving now, those belief systems are going to are, are going to go with us into that situation. Those belief systems that are causing this lack of thriving, this lack of joy, this lack of, uh, of seizing the opportunity now, th those belief systems are going to go with us. And even when we get into the ideal situation, even, even if you know, we're dreaming to get married or we're dreaming about a certain amount of money or we're dreaming about having kids or we're dreaming about being recognized or, or becoming the person that people recognize or famous, you know, whatever it is, when we get there, we're bringing ourselves there. We're bringing our thinking there. We're bringing our mindsets there. Those of you who've heard me and heard me speak and listen to these podcasts, you understand that faithfulness is not just showing up. It's how you think when you show up. You show up full of faith. You show up today full of faith. Believing today is, is, is going to do it. Believing today, you know, Pretty much every morning when I wake up, I say, this is going to be the best day of my life. I'm not waiting. I'm not waiting for something to happen in the future to have my best day. And uh, I, I know even now in, in the current circumstances, you say, wow, well, Steve, you know, we're battling. Yeah, I know we are. And I, 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 my heart goes out to uh, people and we're praying and and certainly, you know, fear fear wants to get on me, you know, and, and but I'm not. We're committed, and I know you're committed with me. We're not going to let it get on us. If it gets on us, it's not staying on us. And so this destination disease, if we try to walk in faith but don't have hope, it's unhealthy. It's just unhealthy in our lives. And Because faith people without hope are very limited in their options. They're, the only, they're, they're believing for a certain set of things to happen a certain realities to happen and, and they can't and, and their attention is on using their faith to get those things rather than using their faith to actually become something. But faith people who have hope because uh, hope people have a lot of options. Hope people don't think in a limited way of, wow, you know, I've only got this one option. If this doesn't happen, it's all over. And I hope people say, if that doesn't happen, God's got something better. God's, I can still thrive in life. Faith says God's going to do it this way. Hope says, I don't know how God's going to do it, but he's going to do it. 
and hope is an overall optimistic attitude about the future based on the goodness and promises of God. And, and you know, the, the faith people don't have hope are some, sometimes the most miserable Christians. <laughs> because it's not happening yet. We know what's supposed to happen. We know it's on earth as it is in heaven. We, and, and it's not, there's too much earth here. <laughs> there's too much earth here. And many, many subconsciously think they can only really live when they are done with school, they get married, they reach a per particular financial level. They lose a certain amount of weight. Their spouse or family member grows into their potential. They are doing what they've been prophesied over them only. And listen, if we believe these destinations are the key to our emotional breakthrough, we will bypass the, the more important process of developing soul prosperity. Let me say that again. If we believe these destinations are the key to our emotional breakthrough, we will bypass the more important process of developing soul prosperity. 3 John 2 says this, Beloved, I pray that you may prosper in all things and be in health just as your soul prospers. Wow. And this soul prosperity thing of, of getting soul prosperity and and, it, you know, it, it's the unfulfilled promise. It's the, it's the delay. It's the delay in getting into our prophetic assignments. It is in those moments where we actually get to develop soul prosperity. And let me, let me tell you this. That soul prosperity is going to accelerate the fulfillment of the promises. It's going to accelerate us getting into our prophetic assignments. Here are truths Three truths to embrace to move forward in soul prosperity. Number one, what God is doing in me is more important than what God is doing through me. What God is doing in me is more important than what God is doing through me. Number two, who I am becoming is more important than any specific outcome I am believing for. Who I am becoming is more important than any specific outcome I am believing for. And number three, my response to something is almost always more important than the something. My response to something is almost always more important than the something. <laughs> because either my response is, is going to uh, reveal my lack of soul prosperity, or it's going it's to deepen my soul prosperity. My response is either going to cause me to take another lap in the wilderness and come back and Okay, I got to relearn this lesson again. And I'll tell you, I've done many laps in the wilderness. Occasionally still do some laps in the wilderness. Or my response is going to take me higher. Because I'm, I'm living from a word. You know, Matthew 4, 4, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds in the mouth of God. So the quality of my life depends on my identifying what the Lord has said. The more I can say, I, I believe God's told me this, is the more I'll live. And so... Also, just in this talk, you know, kind of in, in what I'm saying here about destination disease. Now, um, I'm going to try to share a concept here with you and, and, and work with me. You may have to pray about it because I'm only just going to kind of open it up. And then, uh, you know, if it's something that you want to press in more with Holy Spirit, you can ask him about it. But I, I believe this, that if, we're, if we overemphasize obedience and underemphasize soul, soul prosperity, then outcomes become our goal. 
So, you know, where I'm just trying to obey to see a certain result, or I'm just trying to obey to try to please God. And, and then, then the obedience focus often doesn't have faith attached to it. I'm not in a healthy place in my obedience. I I'm, I'm, can be in an unhealthy place where I'm thinking that it's just the obeying of God that's, that's going to um, move the hand of God. And certainly obedience is important, but it, it isn't by, the, the kingdom of God is not moved forward by good conduct, it's moved forward by good beliefs. It's, it's moved forward, we're, we're called believers. Now the old covenant was completely conduct focused, works of the law focused. The new covenant is belief focused. Now again, the obedience and all of that is important, but even but if, if we're overly focused on that and underly focused on our soul prosperity, because ultimately our soul prosperity is, is going to uh, create the is a reflection that we have the the healthy beliefs to not only see uh, things happen, not only see breakthrough, but more importantly to maintain breakthrough. Because if I if I just get breakthrough and I'm obeying God and but I I, I am unhealthy in my soul, I'm not going to be able to uh, see what has been gained um, just maintained. Or increased. Wow, wow, wow. <laughs> so this this message on destination disease, what what a is that fun one? And Holy Spirit just help us, help us, help people get what I'm trying to say here, but even show them way more than I'm, I'm saying. Our goal is not to do something or to get a life destination, get to a life destination, but it is to become something and thrive in each season of our journey in getting to our destination. So this is our, our goal. Our, our goal, certainly we, we want, you know, some of us right now, we're believing for some big things. We're believing for financial provision. We're believing, and I, I'm all for that. And, I, and I am, I'm saying this, that in the middle of that belief, this area of soul prosperity, this area of not getting destination disease, of saying, I can only live when this happens. I can only be joyful when this happens. That thing, that thing's going. So thank you, Father. Thanks for the one who's listening right now, who's getting breakthrough. And I say to you right now, you're getting breakthrough. You're, you're, you're getting something in your spirit, a fire as a result of this podcast, a fire that's going to start burning in you like never before about soul prosperity. <laughs> Whew. Hey, thanks for listening to this podcast. Steve Backlin here from Igniting Hope Ministries, and, and we're here to ignite your hope. And remember, there's no hopeless circumstances. There's only people who do not have hope. And once people get true hope, circumstances cannot stay the same. Hope is an unstoppable force. When people start getting hope, they start, they start seeing solutions they hadn't seen before. Hope people are not only people of multiple options, but they're people whose eyes have been lifted up to see what was not seen before to create breakthrough. I think about the guy in the Old Testament, you know, the Israelites came to bitter waters and somebody threw a tree into the waters and it became sweet. 
Yeah, I, I want to meet that guy. Who was he? He was a hope person. He was a person who's a, who got over the grumbling, the victim mindset. Here we go again. There's no, there's no solutions. Ha <laughs> ha. No, it's he. He stayed in hope, and the hope people, people who stay in hope, see see supernatural solutions for situations. And and remember too, the joy of the Lord is your strength. We don't need strength at the end of the battle. We need strength in the middle of the battle. Pretty much everybody listening today, today's just not a good day to become radically joyful. <laughs> too many issues, too many relational challenges, too many financial uncertainties, too too much, uh, you know, just painful things happening around us. But but I'll say this: we we are. We, we are needing to be strong. We are needing longevity. So the joy of the Lord is your strength. A merry heart is good like medicine. Laughter uh, cleans out the pipes. Laughter, to laugh, we have to let go of something. And so during, during these times, just even uh, taking like 30 seconds and just laughing. <laughs> yeah, just, just laughing. You know, our team... Uh, I remember I was today I was on the Bethel staff meeting online and Eric Johnson asked me just you know just uh, contribute something so I just said everybody let's just laugh for a few seconds because laughter cleans out the pipes to laugh we have to let go of things our pessimism our just victim mindsets our discouragement fear worry because you, you can't hold on to those and laugh at the same time so hey God bless you you know just um we got some really exciting things coming up um, at Igniting Hope. We've got uh, a spirit club that Wendy's going to be doing uh, on a, a book reading thing, special online happening that just, it's going to really be powerful. And we're, we're working right now on our trans, uh, transformational mind renewal course which is going to be really, really good. It's going to just take the negativity fast, the things we do in the negativity fast, and take it to a deeper level. Hey, if you're not signed up for our newsletter, go to ignitinghope.com, and I send out a, uh, with the podcast every week. I send out a blog that goes along with that, and, uh, and you're going to be able to also just hear what we're doing online. Igniting Hope Facebook, Igniting Hope Instagram, we are there. Hey, God bless you. Thanks so much. We'll be with you again next week. We hope that you have been blessed by this message. For more resources, you can visit our website at ignitinghope.com.